the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Whether you call it a tropical storm or a hurricane makes little difference. Barry coming ashore slowly but surely and affecting Louisiana, Mississippi, and parts of Alabama already. Ken Graham is director of the National Hurricane Center and said earlier that it had been upgraded. 75-mile-an-hour winds, we have a hurricane. But remember, it's so important, you know, the difference between a tropical storm and a hurricane. It's just a mile an hour, so not much has changed when it comes to the actual impacts. And Graham says the most dangerous impact extends eastward from the storm center all the way to Alabama's Mobile Bay. It's a very dangerous place to be out in these outer rain bands, gusty winds, tornadoes. And the Coast Guard says it was in the process of rescuing more than a dozen people stranded on a remote Louisiana island by flooding from what was at the time Tropical Storm Barry. Officials warning it's a slow-moving storm. That means a lot of precipitation. This is SRN News. Larry Elder says what the left doesn't want to hear. S&P 500, never been higher? (laughs) Economy rocking and rolling? More jobs created last month than the experts expected? (laughs) Donald Trump's popularity rating, highest ever of his presidency? (laughs) About the same as when Obama ran for his second term? Say it ain't so! The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Just past 1 o'clock here on The Patriot, which means one thing. It's time to make weekend radio great again. That's right. Your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg, is coming up next. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains, windows and doors, mostly sunny and a high of 88. Tonight, we're going to drop down to a low of 72. Chance of thunderstorms in the evening. Sunday is going to be a scorcher, a high of 92, and a chance of thunderstorms throughout the day. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act. Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My MO back from vacation, back from a uh, bit of an extended uh, trip, actually. It wasn't much of a vacation. I went back to the, uh, the native homeland of North Dakota. 1,200-mile round trip in about five days. I enjoyed the 4th of July in the land of the free, a place where you can still get military-grade fireworks and people know how to use them. Merca. Anyway, uh, great, great to be back, everyone, and uh, make sure that um, you tip your wages. What is he talking about? Oh, yeah. No. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done a show, but I'm going to make up for it this weekend. I'll be in for Brad Carlson, who's off on assignment tomorrow. Uh, and basically, it's a good thing, because I've got so much stuff to talk about here. After two weeks out, uh, there's there's a ton of material. And even and even without the break, the uh, I, I would be sitting here for probably uh, wishing again that I had another six hours to go each day instead of uh, having to cut things short at one mere hour or two mere hours here both days. It has been a long couple of weeks and there is so much to talk about. For starters, oh, we got so much to, to do today. I don't even know where to start. For starters, we'll have David Strom on the show coming up around two o'clock here today. If you remember the glory days of the early Well, I shouldn't say the glory days of the Narn, because every day is a glory day for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But uh, the the days 
before 2010, when this station carried eight straight hours of local conservative talk, uh, this broadcast from one to three with myself and Ed Morrissey back then, uh, Michael Broadcorb and King Banyan from three to five, and before us, uh, the opening acts, uh, John Hinderocker, Brian Ward, and Chad the Elder. Before that, from 9 to 11, was the Taxpayers League Radio with uh, Margaret Martin and David Strom. Uh, David will be joining us at 2 o'clock today. His first time, I believe, on the air here at AM 1280 since uh, the heyday of of our uh, Saturday sweep from 9 to 5. 9 to 5 talk radio. Uh, Who'd have thunk it? All local, all live, all the best in the business. Anyway, David and I will be talking for a stretch in the second hour here. It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. We're going to be talking about perhaps the greatest achievement of the American experience and the American well experiment. Something he talked about on the Fourth of July on social media that happened to coincide with something I was talking about just before the Fourth of July, and I thought, what a what a perfect uh, excuse to have an interesting conversation about uh, such subjects. So that was, I'm looking forward to that. I've been looking forward to that for a while. Uh, also, later on the broadcast, we're going to be talking about uh, the local government, the, the state government's compulsion, it would seem, to comfort the comfortable and afflict the afflicted. Tomorrow on the show, uh, even more, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, race relations in the United States and here in Minnesota and and in the upper Midwest. And uh, I don't know, a bunch of other stuff, because let's be honest, I've got a lot of time to fill this this weekend and it'll be no problem. It never is. Anyway, uh, uh, the biggest story, I believe, this past week or so, and I say this past week or so because, A, the past two weeks have been a complete blur to me. I mean, honestly, the, the the whole time I was out, time lost all meaning because I was out in rural North Dakota and time really doesn't have any meaning out there. Uh, but, and partly just because it's not a subject that normally interests me much, with one exception. And that is the, the Women's World Cup was held somewhere in France, Lyon, I guess. I, I know more and really frankly care more about the location than I do about soccer in general. Uh, the, the, the event has, uh, by the way, the American women won and won big. I mean, American women are to, uh, to women's FIFA World Cup soccer what American men are to Olympic basketball. I mean, it's when, whenever they put together an American basketball dream team for the Olympics, they basically steamroll the rest of the world. I mean, maybe the Croatians will put some points on the board, but it winds up being a bunch of, Games like U.S. against Gambia and Norway and Burma, uh, culminating in an epic showdown between the U.S. and, I don't know, Croatia or Belarus, someplace with a with a basketball program. And, and they win in a game where we only outscore uh, the other the, the second place team, the silver medal team by a by a two to one margin as opposed to the usual 10-to-1. I'm exaggerating, but it's for effect here. Uh, the women's soccer team, for whatever reason is is kind of in the same boat when it comes to World Cup soccer these days. While the men's team struggle, in fact, don't even make it into competition for the World Cup, and they don't for a very good reason. There are two kinds of countries in this world, countries that care about soccer and countries that have been to the moon. Anyway, uh, for, some, for some reason, and by the way, I, I say that with a nudge and a wink, I've got good friends who are soccer fans and uh, friends who enjoy Minnesota United and doing all those soccery little things like sitting around and watching nobody score goals for hours on end. Uh, that's fine. I mean, more power to all of you. Our former producer, Megan Fatale, uh, was a huge soccer fan, made a point of watching the World Cup games and, and any other soccer games you could find when she was here in the studio and and still managed to do her job and not fall asleep from from watching soccer. So I know there must be some excitement to be gleaned from the game by by some people. I don't understand it. I don't have to. Uh, but the event has become politicized over this past couple of weeks. And, and when I say become politicized, I mean the participants have politicized it. Uh, a woman named Megan Rapinoe who was one of the stars of the team, uh, has, has made a, a point of, of proclaiming out loud that she's neither she nor anyone else on the team wants to go to the White House. To which I say nothing, because I don't care. I mean, on the one hand, I don't, I, I don't care much one way or the other 
for the spectacle of athletes from sport from from champion teams of various sports hanging around the White House. It's yet another way of acting like the president is some kind of king or religious figure. It's it's completely against what the presidency is supposed to be. And I'm picking nits, and I realize that, and it's okay. Uh, and so whether Megan Rapinoe and the rest of the World Cup women's soccer team goes to the White House is is of no interest to me. In fact, the subject, and Ms. Rapinoe herself, I find completely tedious. And I need to hasten to mention, I find it tedious and irrelevant, both the controversy and the sport, and Ms. Rapinoe herself. I, I find all of them equally boring and irrelevant to me. And not because... Megan Rapinoe is a woman's soccer player and a progressive. She's boring. She and the controversy and the sport are boring and irrelevant to me because she's a soccer player and a progressive. Her gender is irrelevant. I mean, it, it means nothing to me. I'm glad we could settle that. I mean, I mean, I don't care. I do not care. But... Just because you don't care about an issue doesn't mean it doesn't care about you. Because, uh, and it annoys me to have to talk about this because we just got past the June swoon. The Twins are still leading their division, and they're seriously in contention to go to postseason for the first time in a long time. And yes, I know I'm violating Berg's uh, fourth law, and I, it's okay. I'm I've got a license. I can do this. I'm qualified. Twins are in contention. Why talk about soccer for the love of all that is holy? We shouldn't have to do this. I'd hope we're better as a society. But I'm curious about something. And I was curious about something. And I did some asking around this past week. Uh, because one of the first things that came, in fact, uh, a squawking point that preceded the Women's World Cup and in some cases overshadowed it and jumped off from the championship directly into the news was the idea that the Women's World Cup team makes less money for playing more games than the Men's World Cup team, notwithstanding the fact that they are hugely successful for whatever that means. I mean, being the most popular, uh, the most the most successful women's soccer team in the world is a little bit like being the best funk band in Sweden. I mean, it's a low bar, let's be honest. But, I mean, kudos to them. It's a little bit like being the best highlight player in South Dakota. I mean, women's soccer is nowhere near as big as men's soccer worldwide. Now, it's big in the United States, but the fact is the women's soccer team gets paid in absolute dollars, normally speaking, in terms of salary, less than the Americans do. And when you look into the numbers, there are some reasons for this. Worldwide... In terms of worldwide revenue, the Men's World Cup brings in roughly 40 times as much money as the Women's World Cup does. Worldwide. And bear in mind, soccer is a much bigger sport in the rest of the world than it is here. That's obvious. You're not going to the moon. You might as well do something to soak up your time and energy. So the Women's World Cup team, on the other hand, is big in the relative sense here in America, they're probably the foremost women's sport in America. I mean, they're they're ahead of the WNBA by a, a fair margin, at least during World Cup season, uh, outside of World Cup season, who knows. But they they get less in terms of salary than the men's team does. Now, if you look underneath those Numbers, however, you'll find that women get 14, the, the, in terms of salary, they get 14% of the revenue of women's World Cup soccer, whereas the men, all of them worldwide, all of the soccer teams that participate in the World Cup get 9% of a pot that is vastly, vastly bigger than the, the revenue that goes into women's soccer. So, the, and, and by the way, that doesn't count the fact that women uh, get... The women actually won more this year in the way of bonuses and the like, and will likely make more in the way of of uh, product endorsements and the big money from the companies like your Nikes and your Nikes and your New Balances and your 
Nikes and and whoever else does the endorsements for for soccer because I don't honestly know who does and again I don't care but it, it's also a matter by the way it, it's a matter also not of just competing for and getting a larger s- share of a much much smaller pie but it's also a matter of having engaged in a collective bar- a collective bargaining agreement with the management, if you will, of women's World Cup soccer and gotten the deal that the collective bargaining agreement entitled them to. I mean, there was a negotiation that was involved in a negotiation that got them a higher percentage of a smaller overall of a bigger piece of a smaller pie. And so notwithstanding the fact that women's soccer is not especially popular worldwide, not nearly as much so as men's soccer, you might think that in context, the women got a better deal. But that hasn't stopped a fair chunk of America's political class and the chattering classes that love them from saying that women should be getting more because they're more successful, which is a little bit like saying that the most popular funk band in Sweden should be making more money than whoever's left of Earth, Wind, and Fire because they're a bigger band at the moment, and Earth, Wind, and Fire is not. Fact is, the remains of Earth, Wind, and Fire are still playing in the biggest market for funk music in the world, and the Swedes are not. And that's a terrible analogy. And yet, in many ways, it's a perfect analogy. More on that when we come back. 651-289-4488. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Remember, when it comes to soccer in general, all I have to say is, that's it, right there. Go nowhere. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over. Wear a hat. Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-22 to 85850. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Summer is here, and Matt's got the barbecue out all ready to grill. That's why he trusts Super Polygrip, so he can enjoy his steak with full confidence. Polygrip! Sounds like there's a party going on. But something's missing. The birthday gal's arrived. And thanks to Polydent, her bright smile is anything but a surprise. Polydent! 
This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. All month long, we're giving away 1K a day here on AM1280, The Patriot. Each week, there'll be four keywords on the air, plus a bonus keyword on our Facebook page. Show... You get one chance to win per keyword, so listen close each weekday about 8 a.m., 2.30 p.m., 5.30 p.m., and 8 p.m. Then enter those keywords at the Freedom Fan Club page at am12athepatriot.com for a shot at 1000 bucks. By the way, congrats to our winners so far. Jose, Susan, Tamika, Alexis, Jane, Joseph, and Pedro. Will you get your chance? Tune in Monday. All day long. 651-289-4488. Talking about the flap over women's soccer pay rates. So, interesting piece in the Washington Post this past week that showed that it's not a completely bogus claim. Well, women's soccer worldwide makes a lot less money than men's soccer because it's, well, I mean, roughly one fortieth. 2.57 uh 2.5% the revenue that the men make uh worldwide rough or put another way 97 and a half percent less money uh than the men make the verse in the America, in the United States I should say it's roughly equal uh, because a men's soccer is completely stiffed here and not completely stiff. There is a market for it in the United States, but the men's World Cup team didn't qualify for the World Cup, and the women's sport is the biggest women's sport as such in the country. I mean, it's it's uh, not even close. I, I, I think it's fair to say the women's uh, World Cup generates a lot more revenue and a lot more interest, quite frankly, than the next biggest contender. Which I think is the WNBA, uh, and everything else falling away down below that. Uh, and by the way, well, we'll come back to that in a moment here, but the revenue generated in the last four or five years, by the, especially since the last U.S. men's team made the World Cup, on the other hand, is about even. Now, you add in the marketing deals that... Uh, bring a whole lot of money both to the sport and to the individual players, which are focusing much more on, on the women, on the men, justifiably so. They're more successful, and things get uh, get get a lot closer than, than you're hearing from the mainstream media. Now, there's a great piece this past week at the Washington Post that I'll direct you to that goes through the numbers involved here that show that it is, in fact, like most issues uh, of any political or or financial importance, a lot more complicated than the zealots on either side, quite frankly, uh, would have you believe, especially the, the women are being cheated and not equally paid crowd, which is holding much sway in the media today. That uh, is, that that's, uh, that's something I'll leave to you to read because the one camp that is thoroughly accurate and offers a solution that is both simple and completely comprehensive is the idea that it's all boring and nobody cares. Uh, but it is a fact that the men's team earns more. The question you have to ask yourself, is it because uh, men's soccer is a sexist organization or soccer in general is corrosively sexist or because perhaps the men have a better agent Perhaps they drove a harder, better bargain in collective bargaining than the men's team did. One might uh, wonder if that's true, given that women have a bigger share of that aforementioned smaller pot than the men get. It would be hard to say. Uh, so I'll, I'll direct you to that uh, article on the subject here at the uh, Washington Post this past week. Uh, at, at any rate, because 
uh, I'll leave that to people who actually care about the issue to explain. However, it does kind of highlight uh, an aspect of the equal pay debate that gets sailed past by people on the progressive side, the the type of people who say, well, women only make 78% of what men do. And there's something to that. Women do make, as, as a species, as a gender of a species here in the United States, do make less money overall than men do. And if you've been listening to this broadcast, you know that this that, that there's a reason for this. Now, if you're new to this broadcast or if you're a progressive tuning in, you may not be aware of the reason for that. It is a fact that women overall, if you take a thousand women and a thousand men at random from any place in America or every place in America, you'll probably find that they are earning less, that the, the women will earn some lower amount of money as a group than the men do. Now, there are a number of reasons for this. Uh, the first and most important, this is from the U.S. Department of Labor, women tend, as a rule, to to focus on fields that pay less. For example, the five lowest paying fields of study in American universities, uh, including early childhood education, social work, uh, elementary education, uh, a few of the other fields that that, that tend to have the lowest uh, compensation out of college and career-long uh, compensation in some cases, they are extensively dominated by women, both as instructors and as students. You, you don't see many men majoring in early childhood education. Very few. And in the meantime, for a variety of reasons, despite the American university system's best efforts, the five majors that in, that 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 lead to the highest compensation after graduation are heavily dominated by men. The the top one, petroleum engineering, from which a twenty two year old, twenty one or twenty two year old graduate these days can expect a hundred thousand dollars a year right out of college. I say again, twenty two year old making a hundred thousand a year right out of college uh, is ninety seven percent male. And there's and, and by the way, this is after a decade or two of American science, technology, engineering and math programs going out of their way and bending over backwards to try and to recruit women to these fields. By the other way, the, the, the other fields are the likes of electrical engineering, software engineering, uh, some of the, the, the accounting, some of the other high technology and financial fields, which tend to be heavily dominated by men. Very heavily, in the case of petroleum engineering and to some to a less slightly lesser extent electrical engineering, they are ninety plus percent male and again i 've worked in one variety of technology or another for a couple decades, uh, two and a half of them to be exact right now, and this is after at least that long of, of the American educational system and the American technology sector knocking itself out to try and get and retain women for these programs. And then once they get out of the programs, it's a simple matter of numbers after that. You find a, a couple of, let's just say, a couple of electrical engineers who've been out of school for 10 years. They're in their early 30s. They've been working their way up. They've been working in the system for that entire time. And if you find two electrical engineers, for example... One man, one woman, same credentials, same experience, same field, subfield within the field, same general application, same area of the country, same economics. You'll find that the man and the woman make pretty much about the same amount of money, generally speaking. There are exceptions, but for the most part, they get paid within the statistical noise level of each other. Now, if that woman has taken three of those 10 years off to raise kids... Uh, thus giving the man 33% more experience during those 10 years. Well, is it not fair to be paid accordingly to his greater experience in the field? Because while taking time off to raise kids is infinitely valuable, 
it's not necessarily infinitely valuable in terms of billable rates to one's employer. So uh, that that's the that that that's the math behind the the income disparity society wide. You'll find if you compare apples to apples, engineers to engineers, early childhood educators to other early childhood educators, and as a general. Extremely general rule. Men and women are paid so closely together these days that it's within the realm of statistical noise. There are exceptions. And the women's soccer team is not one of them. In the great scheme of things, in the context of the market that they're in, that they succeed in, unless you look purely at money here in America, then there's something worth looking at. But, oh, again, it's soccer. Who cares? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Farm boy from Canada. It's somebody. It's a Canadian farm boy to do. It's somebody. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my mom. She had them, I got them, and not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked me, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. What they're doing with lasers these days is unbelievable. The staff made me feel so comfortable. And the results? Well, even my husband has noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them. And you can trust them, too. The best part? My insurance covered the procedure. So stop hiding your legs. Call Vein Clinics right now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-798-3399. 800-798-3399. That's 800-798-3399. There are many perks to being a member of the Freedom Fan Club. Join this month and you can register to win a signed copy of Soaring to Glory. Incredible first-hand accounts from the Tuskegee Airmen and their heroism in the face of discrimination. Join today at am1280thepatriot.com. Our Freedom Fan Club is brought to you by Lucky's Stations and their nine metro locations. Visit them at luckystations.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack, oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauce, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue, oh. AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488, the number to call, and I hope you do. By the way, our book of the month for July spotlights the legacy of the 14 surviving Tuskegee Airmen, the famed black aviators who fought in World War II, in case you hadn't heard. You get some incredible first-hand accounts of heroism in the face of segregation, prejudice, and disrespect. Visit am12a.thepatriot.com for your chance to win a signed copy of Soaring to Glory by Philip Handelman with Lieutenant Colonel Harry Stewart, Jr. Still 14 of them left. Now, to put things in context, to 
Tuskegee Airmen, I believe, the entire fighter group at full strength, I believe, had about 200 pilots in his heyday. Which is a little depressing hearing how our greatest generation is, well, depressing but inevitable. Anyway, your chance to win at am1280thepatriot.com. I hope you avail yourself of that chance. It's a great choice. Great book. Some great books, by the way, uh, about the Tuskegee Airmen out there. I urge you to, to, to read them. It tells a lot about one of the darker sides of American history. I mean, the, the, the treatment of African Americans. Another great story, by the way, in case you ever get to see it, read it. A story that should have been a movie, to be quite uh, honest, uh, is a book called Black Panthers, which was a story of an all-black tank battalion in World War II that fought its way throughout Europe uh, under General Patton, a general who actively disparaged the notion of African-Americans fighting, uh, which went on to become one of his most uh, successful tank units. The book Black Panthers, by the way, was uh, written by none other than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who in his extensive career after the NBA, has become quite the historian. And the book is well worth a read. I, I strongly urge you to give it a shot if you get a chance here. So uh, completely worth it. David Strom coming up after the top of the hour with any luck at all, hopefully. Uh, this past week, uh, news came out, and I will have to give a tip of the hat to Brian Baxt of Minnesota Public Radio for being the one to actually bring the facts about this. The, this During the Super Bowl, uh, the Jimmy Fallon show, the Tonight Show, I guess they're called, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, uh, which is heard, every, uh, which is seen pretty much every uh, weeknight on on CBS, the uh, network that uh, that that brought us the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and with Jay Leno for many years on the Columbia Broadcasting System for many many years, appeared at the Super Bowl, and in fact, it was it was a couple of broadcasts during the Super Bowl. Um, which was broadcast in, uh, on NBC, uh, that were broadcast from the Orpheum Theater in Minneapolis back in uh, a year ago, last February. Uh, and, and it was portrayed as something of a success for Minnesota. Was, I mean, and Brian, I'm quoting Brian Baxt's report here on uh, Minnesota Public Radio, and I quote, Jimmy Fallon embraced his surroundings when he brought The Tonight Show to Minneapolis last year. He ate hot dish cooked by a suburban family. Sounds like gripping TV. Uh, impersonated native, native son music icon Bob Dylan and waved mittens at his exuberant audience while flattering them. Well, it's official, said Fallon. You heard it here first. We are moving the show to Minneapolis, Fallon joked in his opening monologue. That's right. Hold on to your tater tots. I'm surprised he didn't say, hold on to your tater tots. Oh, Yeah. Sure, that never came up. It was a publicity score, again, going back to Brian Baxt of Minnesota Public Radio. Publicity score for the state the night the Super Bowl was played a few blocks away. But the local attention wasn't free. Oh, no. The Tonight Show told the state it spent more than $3 million to take the show on the road, including Fallon's six-figure paycheck for the episode. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hard life here, and as as a media star, I'm here to commiserate. But records indicate it also got nearly two hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars back through a Minnesota government uh, rebate program amid questions over its eligibility. You see, there is a Minnesota Film and TV Board. It's a nonprofit entity that issues rebate checks with state approval uh, to to film and. TV entities that come to the state and produce things. And, of course, this was a big deal, by the way. In the early 19, late 80s, early 90s, we actually had something uh, of a boom in the film industry here in the Twin Cities. I had a number of my friends in the music business worked in the film business as day jobs because, well, they were temporary day jobs that you could do while playing at night. And there were quite a few movies produced back then. I, I remember a number of them. They, they, there were these are days in the the early late eighties to early and mid nineties where it wasn't unusual to run into movie stars, sometimes stars with a small s, but still people you knew from the movies who uh, we'd seen in movies and on television, hanging around the Twin Cities. I remember rollerblading around Lake Harriet in the early nineties and. And running into Lily Sobieski, 
Lily who you might say oh she was a movie star for about a year or two back in the in the mid 90s she's still an actress out there she's done some good stuff actually uh not an A-lister even in her heyday and her heyday was some time ago anyway there were but this is also the place where Grumpy Old Men was produced with Walter Matthau and a bunch of other people. Uh, what was the other one? There a bunch of movies produced in the greater Stillwater area for a while. This was back when the state was giving huge tax breaks for for to draw Hollywood productions. And then for a variety of reasons, those tax breaks went away. Other states picked up on them. The, the, the center of gravity for non-Hollywood, non-New York production moved out to Vancouver, British Columbia, and to Toronto, which is kind of interesting because you, you look at TV shows that are set in big American cities like uh, New York, Chicago, etc. You're finding a lot of those are being shot in Toronto and to some extent Vancouver these days because they offer better tax breaks. Uh, the funniest one of all, by the way, was uh, the movie Gran Torino, which was originally set in St. Paul because it's about Clint Eastwood interacting with a bunch of Hmong uh, new to the United States and and having the usual culture shock and the fish-out-of-water story, the concentric fish-out-of-water stories. And the, the story was set in Frogtown or the east side, I believe, one of the two, one of those places where, you know, actual Hmong people live. Well, the film was shot, as you will no doubt recall, in Detroit, because while there are about enough Hmong in Detroit to fill the inside of a restroom at a gas station, Michigan offers a bodacious tax break for film production, and that's what did it. So that's why you have, uh, that's why you, that's why you're setting Grand Torino in Detroit, uh, as opposed to a place where, yeah, no. Hmong people live, and where the story was originally set in its original screenplay. Anyway, matters not. The Tonight Show, on the other hand, is not a film. It's just a TV show. It's an episode, not even episodic. It's a it's it's a talk show. The head of the Minnesota Film and TV Board is a woman named Melanie Bayan, and she said the show was among the largest pro- projects that she's seen in her couple of years at the helm of the uh, Minnesota Film and TV Board, which may be another way of saying there just hasn't been a lot of activity in the film business in Minnesota. But uh, she's putting a a happy face on it. Melanie Bayon writes, Anytime that a show comes here that's going to hire more than 100 people, local people, and pay them really good wages for a couple days, that's a victory, she said. Minnesota spends millions of taxpayer uh, dollars uh, through the state's snowbait program. It's aimed at luring productions and fostering local industry talent. And when they say local industry talent, we're talking gophers, we're talking talking people to haul cables around. Uh, you find a few people who, who contract in areas like craft services, supplying equipment, back of the house sorts of things. Uh, people who sometimes will be freelance, lighting technicians, sound technicians, that sort of thing. When they say industry talent, they're not talking actors, except for the occasional extra, perhaps. But, said Brian Bax, this was not an ordinary project. There was consternation within the film board and later in the top ranks of a state agency about providing the subsidy, in other words, the rebate. There was debate about whether Fallon would have made the trek regardless, given that NBC had the rights to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, my bad. I mentioned earlier in this segment that the Tonight Show's on CBS. It's not. It's on NBC, which airs the Super Bowl, at least aired it that year. So there's part of your issue right there. We paid, in effect, uh, the Jimmy Fall- uh, the Tonight Show, we paid NBC a quarter of a million dollars of tax money to come to produce a broadcast that they were going to produce anyway. And we know this because... This is the second Super Bowl they've covered since Jimmy Fallon has taken over as the host of The Tonight Show. The first one was in Phoenix. And yeah, NBC did The Tonight Show in Phoenix live without a penny of subsidy because Arizona doesn't give film and TV companies money to come to Arizona. They figure they're going to make all the money they're going to make. They can come and and, and film all they want on the free market. 
But here's the other part. Well, there's another part to this that's that's enough to stick in your craw if you're a taxpayer. But the fact is, this is a program that was going to be here one way or the other. It was going to be a moneymaker because The Tonight Show is a moneymaker. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on the air because you have to make you have to prove your financial worth to stay on a network schedule still, believe it or not. That's not the most teeth-gnashing part of this story, though. We'll discuss the rest of it when we come back. 651-289-4488, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Somebody pelt, with, pelt me with money. I've been employing people in this state for 15 years. Where's my handout? Uh, we'll be back. A black and AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280, The Patriot, every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280, The Patriot. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments, and it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Met a girl called Lola and I took her back to my place. Feeling guilty, feeling scared, hidden cameras everywhere. Hey, if you're looking for all the perks of a reward card with none of the hassle, go to AM1280 The Patriot. Join the Patriot Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com for exclusive access to perks, prizes, savings, giveaways, getaways, and much, much more. By the way, it's brought to you by Lucky Stations, the place you should be buying your gas and coffee every morning. Do it. AM1280thepatriot.com. Sign up for the Freedom Fan Club. Do it. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget David Strom. 
blast from the past. Joining us after the top of the hour here to talk about uh, all the imperfections of American society and why that is important. In fact, why it is the point. 651-289-4488. Get on the line bright and early. What the heck? It's a hot, muggy day out there right now. So uh, what do you have better to do than find yourself a cool place? Give us a phone call. Anyway, we were talking about the quarter of a million dollars of your money, money that you paid, which was transferred to Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, by the way, who is on the top-rated night, uh, late-night TV show, uh, thankfully still rated better than Stephen Colbert because that would be just too horrible to think about. Fallon is not the worst late-night host left on the air here anyway. I mean... And by the way, just let me take this opportunity to say I really miss Craig Ferguson, someone who actually belonged on the air. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's not bad, but on the other hand, you have to ask yourself this. If you are going to hold a gun to your mother's head and say you need to cough up some of your hard-earned money or some of your hard-earned pension in this case, or people with guns are going to haul you to jail, think of the things that you'd be willing to risk jail for because not paying your taxes eventually if you push it long enough and hard enough and with enough alacrity will eventually wind up with guys with guns at your door beating down your door to haul you off to jail for tax evasion uh so so it literally is a matter of someone holding a gun to yours or your mother's heads i mean i'm not being over dramatic here think of the things that are worth that sort of coercion to you. Defending the country? Yeah. Uh, it's a dangerous world out there, and defending the country is is certainly worth uh, paying some, some taxes. Supporting a federal court system? Well, not the Ninth Circuit, but for the most part, yeah. State courts, mostly, yeah, for the most part. Uh, how about, I don't know, pollution control? Some of it, yeah. The the worst excesses of the excesses of the EPA and MPCA, not so much. Giving money to Jimmy Fallon. No, no, don't hold a gun to my head and threaten to haul me to jail if I don't pay money to transfer to Jimmy Fallon, because that's what that was. What the citizens of Minnesota did was to transfer money from our pockets. To Jimmy Fallon. Oh, they hired a few, few local people to haul cables and to drive people and to, to cater the craft services room at the back of the Orpheum. But that's it. It was it was peanuts. We did not get a quarter of a million dollars back for our quarter million dollar subsidy. In fact, we didn't get anything near back from the Super Bowl as a whole as what the state put in. Uh, I mean, there's questions about it among the local media, which means not a chance, not a chance on earth. Oh, by the way, let's not forget that not only did this transfer happen, but they had to uh, arguably violate or at least commit some subterfuge against state statute to do it. Uh, going back to Brian Baxter and NPR Film Board, first got word that tonight's show is coming to Minneapolis in November of 2017. Message went back to the show's producers that talk shows are excluded from the rebates under Minnesota statute. Within hours, said Brian Baxter, there's a move afoot to alter that determination. The NBC Universal team got on the phone with uh, the film board director, Ms. Bayan, who decided to pull in advice from the volunteer Snowbait Operations Committee. And he lists emails that he got from, from the committee, apparently via p- uh, public records request, uh, that indicate that many of the members of this volunteer operations committee, who are pe- people in the film industry in town here in the in Minnesota, pointed out they're going to be here anyway. And this is a quarter million dollars from a tight budget that we could use for other projects that deserve some serious support. Nonetheless, they changed it from a talk show to a variety show, and they got the money. Comforting the comfortable afflicting the afflicted let's go to st paul gary welcome to the northern alliance radio network hey mitch uh yeah the whole thing about the money does uh kind of get under your skin but here's what really gets me about all of this you will, will no one 
ever questioned any of the goings-on for this Super Bowl and Final Four, you don't dare question them, and the media does not bother dig into any of this before the fact. It's always after the fact. And this whole no transparency, how dare you even question how great this is, by both the media and the people running it and our lawmakers, that's what gets me. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you're absolutely right, Gary. In fact, we're just starting to find out now. Thank you for your call, by the way. The piece that came out this past, a little over a year ago from John Collins at Minnesota Public Radio, this is where you sort of get the impression that that between the lines, you can see the real story here. Uh, piece that wrote the Minnesota Super Bowl host committee promises to study the economic impact of the event and provide answers, but that doesn't mean the public will learn everything about the game's costs and benefits. Uh, long story short, from this piece is after Minnesota pumped millions of dollars into bringing the Super Bowl to Minnesota, they don't know if. We made, and by the way, we're talking taxpayer money here in terms of security, in terms of making public facilities available to a private entity, in terms of giving them rent free access to vast swaths of the city's public infrastructure, including turning the metro transit train system over to them for the better part of 48 hours free. <laughs> uh, we don't know if we made the money back. And when I say we don't know, it's that matter of them not wanting to tell us. And I say read between the lines if there was extensive prima facie evidence that Minnesota turned a 50% profit on its, quote, taxpayer investment, end quote, you'd be hearing about it. You'd have Governor Dayton or Governor Waltz today going in front of cameras and saying, yep, we, we turned a 50% profit on that uh, basically shutting downtown Minneapolis down for a week and, uh, and and giving them half the Minneapolis Police Department and a good chunk of Metro Transit for their joy and gratification. They are, uh, you'd have heard that from them if this was a complete unambiguous win. You haven't heard that. I'm going to have the peasant impudence to suggest that there's a good reason for that, and that reason is... We got took. Just like we got took for a quarter mil to Jimmy Fallon. The least he could do is wave high and say thank you, right? David Strom joins us when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot Gun Network. We'll be right back. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away, so I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, 
Call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. AM 1280, The Patriot is W. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.